you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Valentine's Day to you. We've got highlights to give you and little sweethearts, and we're shooting them out to you as you watch myself, Kay Adams, Peter Schrager. Is here great sweatshirt. We've got the Aaron Donald jersey. Uh, amazing. He's adding to his legacy today. And the wonderful Super Bowl champion, Michael Robinson. Hey, Mike. What up, Mike? Glad to be at the breakfast table. For being here. Oh, yeah. We've got reporters everywhere with the Rams, the Bengals side of things, but we want to show you how it went down at SoFi last night. Super Bowl 56. Kyle, let's go. Super Bowl highlights on the NFL Network. What a privilege. Here we go. SoFi hosting its first Super Bowl. First Super Bowl in Los Angeles since Super Bowl 27. Joe Burrow, striped suit, undefeated in postseason games. Matthew Stafford, 13-year veteran, playing his first ever Super Bowl. McVay coaching in his second. Early on, scoreless. On a third and three, we're going up. Oh, no. OBJ. Touchdown. Seven and three after a Bengals field goal on a third and 11. Guess who it is again? Odell. Hey, man. At this point in the game, I'm like, I don't know if Odell's going to be stopped today. Uh, no doubt. The early chatter was Odell for MVP. They missed the extra point, so it's 13-3. Look at this. Mixon to T. Higgins. You know how cool this is? Joe Mixon has never thrown a pass in the NFL. That was his first one. First ever pass. I read it was the fifth non-quarterback to throw a touchdown pass. Peter, that sounds like a segment this week on Good Morning Football. We can rank them. We got time now. 13-3, second and nine. Matthew Stafford. I hear it when it gets dark. 
Odell goes down. You're going to see in the replay, he makes the drop, and the left knee just completely buckles. He would go down, and he would not return. All kinds of emotion from him, from the Rams, from the Bengals, from everybody watching this game. And more Odell, a little bit of the game goes on. Third quarter. Burrow. First play. Looking. First play of the half. Joy Burrow. Give it. T. Higgins. Gone. First play after Dre and Snoop and Mary J was this. Now watch the second one. Because Rams fans are mad about this. Watch, he's going to rip Jalen's face mask. No call. No face mask. They let him play yesterday until they did it. The last two minutes. The first 59 minutes, they let him play. So that's the first play of the half. This is the second play of the half right after the touchdown. Stafford over the middle. Intercepted. So now all the momentum is with Cincinnati. All of it. Shadobia Wuze with the pick and bro says, let's go. That's such Los Angeles. That's what they were doing this year. No, you're right. All kinds of scares going on, but let's get to an electric fourth quarter. Third and nine. Joe Burrow looking, gets absolutely crunched by Vaughn, and Burrow is down, and everyone's, oh, no, we can't lose Joe. We can't lose Joe. And his right knee does get twisted. Now, the, the knee brace is on the other knee, and so you thought maybe this would be cataclysmic as well, but he would get up. He's tough as nails. Shout out to Ohio, and we continue the game. But this is when it gets crazy. On a third and goal. All right, they're going to call a penalty. We got holding, and nobody liked it. It wasn't. Holding on Logan Wilson, the which means held. first and goal on the four. Zach Taylor can't believe it. Next play, you're going to Cooper Cup. Back in the end zone. Boom, big hit. You thought they, the ref says touchdown, then he's going to flag the hits, and then we're going to have offsetting penalties. A holding on the Rams and a personal foul on the Bengals. After a failed quarterback sneak, then he just goes to Cooper and says, I'm going to do this myself. Touchdown. No penalty, although there was another one. We'll get into it, Bengals fans. We hear you. Cooper gets up. That's the go-ahead score. They make the extra point, 23-20. to 20. So here is the Joe Burrow drive. First play of the drive, Chase. We have not said his name yet. Look out. Get him down. He goes out, so we're in business. Uh, what were we saying about Chase during the game? You and me? So a third and one, they give it to Samaji Piran, who stopped half a yard short. Fourth and less than a yard, they're in the shotgun, and they pass. They got to move the chains. And Donald, a desperation pass, and it's over. It's over. The Rams win. Donald said after the game, I thought Burrow was going to complete that pass. I had to look up to make sure he didn't, and he almost did. But Aaron Donald is right. He is getting a ring. Odell all in tears. McVeigh fulfills his destiny with the Lombardi. The Rams, the Los Angeles Rams, win the Super Bowl on their home field. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, a wide receiver, the MVP. 23 to 20 is your final score. Let's go to Super Bowl MVP, Cooper Cup, and one-year-old Cypress Cup. My wife's been with me since senior year in high school. She's been through all of it. She's seen it all. She knows the sacrifices because she's lived the sacrifices herself as well. I was validated not from anything that happened on the field, but because of my worth in God and in my father. And I'm just so incredibly thankful. I just, in that moment you're talking about, I was just so undeserving of what that was in that moment because it was, I mean, the people that I've been able to play with, the people that I've been around, the players that I get to play with, to come into work with every single day, the coaches that I get to um, work with, to co collaborate with. It's just been just the perfect team, the perfect setup. Just so thankful for everyone that's been around me. It was, uh, I mean, it really, I don't know if it's, it still really hasn't hit me. Cup could not be stopped at the end of that game. Peter, what stood out to you? Okay. And the Rams win over the Bengals, baby. You called this is your Super Bowl winner right. back in August. Yeah. I don't know if I had Cooper Cup being the most unstoppable player in the NFL, though. I... I go to that final drive. You know, Cooper Cup only had one catch in the second half before mm. that final drive. And basically, after Odell went down, they had no answers. And Sean McVay said, we need to just go to Cooper Cup. And Matthew Stafford and him have this incredible connection all season long. And when they needed it most, 
it were those two guys. It was Stafford to Cup, Stafford to Cup. And then as we get closer and closer, the Bengals start realizing it's only going to Cooper Cup, and yet they could not stop him. That's the story of the season. Every team knew that this was their guy when the moments were the biggest, when it mattered most, and yet they could not stop him. This was his 2021 playoffs, guys. 33 catches in four games, 478 yards, and six touchdowns. It's a postseason record for most catches. That's some guy's season. That is some guy's season, Mike Gritline. Not a bad season. And I said all week long, I'm like, if he goes nuts in the Super Bowl, he might have the greatest playoffs ever. Oh, here it's it is. comparable. Larry. It's comparable. Larry's got him on yards and touchdowns, but you know what Cup's got him on? The ring. The ring. Yeah. He has the ring. And the MVP. Peter Fitz was pretty good that year. Fitz is pretty amazing. <laughs> he was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Cooper Cup was awesome. Matthew Stafford was awesome. There's nothing you can do for 55 minutes better than what the Bengals did. And then Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford were like, let's just get this thing done. Saw them talking afterwards. These guys are like brothers. And I know people roll their eyes and say, yes, we get it. They get to the facility early. You know, Cooper Cup has his own film office. That's Cooper's. He gets there at 4 a.m. every morning. A wide receiver and studies film. For it all to pay off and be the MVP, a third-round pick, 69th pick out of Eastern Washington. And for them to win on the back of Stafford and Cup, that's what it was all season. Matthew Stafford now has gone and has, has beaten his first playoff run, which was big, has beaten Tom Brady, mm. has gone after being down 10 to San Francisco, and now yesterday came back and found Cup. Despite the two interceptions. Despite Des- two interceptions. Yeah, despite that. It's you, a story. You got though. the voice this morning, man. I'm, you really do. You got that Schrager voice. I haven't voice. slept, I'll be I understand. No, I, you, <laughs> it wasn't wise to sleep. I would have overslept. No. Welcome. Welcome. You made the good, good choice. Football. I'm happy you're here. Here we are. I feel like, you know, in a couple weeks, we're going to totally transition to draft here on NFL Network is what we do, and so you tomorrow? said it, Peter. Back in 2017, there's 68 players who were chosen before Cooper Cup, this crazy wide receiver from Eastern Washington. Who? What? What? And you were on it, Peter, but nobody else in the league was. Now he's Super Bowl MVP. All the catches, obviously. He threw a pass. He had a clutch run. He blocked his butt off like he does every single time. And you watching the game, you felt this wave of need when Odell went out. Like the whole Rams offense kind of shut down for like two quarters. And you were wondering like, McVay, let's go. Is it going to happen again? They're sitting on 16 points in the fourth quarter. And you're like, oh my God, I know what we're going to talk about tomorrow morning. The Rams offense again in the Super Bowl just couldn't get it going. And then they did. And they found a way. And it was all Cooper Cup. And I just cannot believe Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. We're talking about the Monday after the Super Bowl. He was the best player in the building. And that includes Aaron Donald. They were incredible. And one of the major storylines during the big game last night at SoFi was Odell Beckham Jr.'s knee injury. It sidelined him for the rest of the game after he made a huge impact. And we know he waited a long time to get to this moment, being in a Super Bowl, becoming a Super Bowl champion. So how do we feel about OBJ? How do we think he was feeling after getting hurt, but he still won a Super Bowl ring? The balance of that, KB. Very tough. Such an emotional player always. So it was the whole spectrum last night. But I do want to say something about Odell as it pertains to us being here. We're in this beautiful new NFL facility. We're so thrilled to be here. It's been so great welcoming us. But there's been something that's been bothering me all week when we mm-hmm. come into work. When you walk in, there's this long hallway of this mural of only legends on the wall. Let me, let me show you. I took video of it this morning. Every day you walk into work like this, and there's Jim Brown, Vince Lombardi. You keep going down the hallway. Tom Brady. He's got his seven Super Bowl rings. There's all these legends. There's Tom Brady. And Eric Dickerson, legend. Got OBJ up there. Odell Beckham Jr., of course. Uh, Joe Namath. Wait, what? Uh, What? Odell Beckham Jr. on the Rams has been between Namath and Brown and Dickerson and what? It just seems like a strange allocation of real estate. I get the Rams are the home deal and they're right over there, but like Lombardi and Jim Brown and Odell? 
It feels a lot better today yeah. than it did 24 hours ago. I feel great walking in the work this morning. Odell Beckham Jr. brought a Super Bowl to L.A. They don't get in that game without Odell. They don't win that game without Odell. He is a champion now. His whole reputation has changed. His whole legacy has changed. I think they should have made that picture bigger in the hallway, yeah. Mike Rob. Make, they make the Jim Brown one smaller. I'm fine. It's really, really cool what happened to him, and no one saw it coming a year ago. Super excited for Odell. Um, look what he went through this year. I mean, he was with the Browns. He had a, another quarterback throwing him the football. Uh-huh. They couldn't find a way to get him the ball, and this guy just went off when he finally got into an offense and got into a scheme and got with a quarterback. Who wanted to get him the football? I honestly think that injury, though, is going to make Odell even more hungry to come back next year. And oh, I, yeah. I think it's a blessing in disguise for the Los Angeles Rams, the team in the front office, because I think Odell might take less to come back. I think he may do whatever he wants to do to stay in Hollywood just because he may not felt he was that big mm. of a part of the win. Mm-hmm. Even though I think he was one of the most exciting guys on the field. Yeah, I think it may have been a blessing in disguise to get Odell a little in. It's a cool story. It's a guy that everyone had negative things to say about. And then last night was amazing when they needed him most. And that touchdown catch was awesome. And then the third and 11 was huge. Mm-hmm. He played really well last night. Goes down with the injury. And then after the game, had a chance. I saw him on the field afterwards. Yeah. was talking to him. You know, his partner's expecting. Like, his life is in a different place. Imminently, like soon, right? Like, very soon. And she was happy. His mom was out there with him happy. Talked to his agent, Zeke Sendu. He was happy. And, like, all the contract stuff will figure itself out. <clears throat> that dude's the Super Bowl champion. There's a lot of wide receivers who are not. Career-defining impact on this game. More after this on Good Morning Football. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What a treat for us. We always get to hang out with Nate Burleson on Mondays, but he is here in the flesh, and it feels very good. CBS Morning's co-host contributor to the NFL Today. You talked to Andrew Whitworth? I did. I talked to that? him about an hour ago. He was chilling. Big win. Seems like he was trying to get some rest, but he said he didn't go to sleep. He hung out at a special party with Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and family. But, you know, I had to press him. I said, look, you got the salt and pepper in your beard. <laughs> you don't look your age. You're still out there balling, retiring or not. 
and he said, I got to think about mm. it. Ooh. Give me some time, Nate. So I think the big fella is coming back. Yeah. Nate's bringing the energy this morning. Peter's like, I got the scoop. I don't know. Crazy game. What was your reaction to Matthew Stafford becoming a Super Bowl champ? Man, can I see that ball, Peter? Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, did, did you see my guy Stafford drop back, look this way, Cooper Cup. and a dime Cup. over the middle with oh. the no look? Come on, fam. Like, I'm just saying. Can we give my guy some credit? Yeah. Is it a wrap with all of that? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. Matt Stafford isn't the man. He's a compiler. He was in Detroit. I don't know if he can do it on a big level. They brought him here to win a Super Bowl, and he won mm. the damn Super Bowl. And he did it in grand fashion. He did it? Oh, and also Cooper Cup. I mean, come on, man. We've been talking about it all year. I've been barking from the rooftops. He's the best receiver in the game. And I don't know how, on a weekly basis, you can question that. Mm. And he capped it off being the best offensive player in a Super Bowl MVP. Nate, Stafford, Eminem last night. You want to just shout out to Detroit for a second? Come yeah, on, man. Shout out to everybody from the 313. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, listen, this might be the most Detroit Super Bowl you're going to get for quite some time until the Lions figure things out. That's right. You got Stafford at quarterback and Eminem at halftime. And shout out to Eminem for doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For standing for something. But here's the thing, though. When it comes to Detroit, Matt Stafford said he appreciates the love that Detroit gave him, not just during this Super Bowl run, but all season. They could have easily been like, you know what, Staff? you leaving us just like yeah. everybody else. You mm -hmm. couldn't ride it out. You mm -hmm. couldn't retire a line. We stood by you. We paid you. Mm -mm. They were like, nah, he's still our guy, and he loves the fact that they showed him so much love this year. On the way out of Detroit, Stafford and his wife donated $500,000 to inner city schools in Detroit, just as like a parting gift, yeah. and said like, hey, put that to those programs. And, and, and that, that was among all of the other, all the other things stuff. Just, he hey, just have, You said Cooper Cup. Yeah. You're our brother on the show you're our uh, wide receiver expert on the show what makes him so special and when everyone in the building knew that it was going to him how come they couldn't stop him i believe a quarterback and a coach that's the best type of marriage for a football team um, you have to be on the same page there has to be symmetry but when you have a coach like sean mcveigh and a receiver that's the second best relationship a good team can have not only is he a great route runner Every single route looks the same when he gets off the line of scrimmage. He can high point the ball and catch anything you throw to him. But what I mean as far as the marriage with Sean McVay, he helps him before the play even starts. Mm. Condensed alignments, pre-step movement, all of these little things that help Cooper Cup recognize the defense. Early in the game, he's going in motion. The guy doesn't go with him, we know that's zone. If there's a guy running with me, that's man to man. Now I know off the line of scrimmage, you can't jam me, I'm in motion. Mm -hmm. So uh, there, there's all of these little things that he does well that makes him the best receiver in the game. I have to shout out Van Jefferson, Sean Jefferson's son. Crazy oh, yeah. He's my guy, third wide receiver. Oh, and congratulations on the baby, too. Yes. Yeah. The Lombardi in the baby. Yeah, chest to chest. <laughs> oh, man, it's amazing. <laughs> um, but then OBJ, you know I, know, I know it's unfortunate to go out with an injury, mm -hmm. but if you're going to go out, that's how you go, go out like that. My right man out. was balling, got mm -hmm. a touchdown early in the game. He looked like he was about to go get the MVP. Um, and tears of joy for OBJ. Think about what he's been through. He was an absolute rock star in New York, right? Couldn't do anything wrong. And then they booted him out of there. And then he got to the Browns. And <laughs> I got to shout out uh, Michael Lover. He said it was purgatory with the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. Just saying, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't good times in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And then he landed here in L.A. and proved that he still has a lot of juice. Yeah, it's seven place. touchdowns since he joined the Rams. That's as many as he had his whole time with the Browns. Crazy, right? And Mike was freaking out about it, I think do, rightfully so. The Michael Jackson celebration from Odell was unbelievable, dude, with cleats on. Come on, now. bro. Come on. That's what I'm saying. He's an alien. That's, that's, that's the right. most impressive thing. You can't do that. That was the most impressive thing in the game. <laughs> <laughs> 
think it was the best thing in the game. You know how hard it is to do the moonwalk? I agree. Just in general, <laughs> even if you had church shoes on exactly. linoleum, you couldn't be that slim. <laughs> With baby oil on the ground. He had cleats on and it was, was moving. Come he did on, it. Come on, man. That's the craziest it's thing so I've ever true. seen. You should have got like the Zay game Jones, ball. It's like Zay Jones levitating off the ground. You remember that? <laughs> that was weird. That was really good. That really weird with Zay Jones. Quickly, uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, obviously the incredible, yeah. incredible night. Cincinnati's waking up this morning or still out. Like, what, what do you say to those people on that team? One, this wasn't one of those years where it's like, good for the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were a dominant Hell team. Hell yeah, they were. And they deserve respect. So you better put some respect on their name going to the offseason. The average age of this squad, 26 years old, mm. they're young. Yeah. So they're going to be back. I this isn't one of those things where I think they're going to be back. They will be back yeah. next season. I guarantee Bills they'll be in the playoffs. Good. They'll be contenders for a Super Bowl. Jamar Chase, this was his rookie year. He was yeah. insane. Imagine what he's going to yeah. do next yeah. year. One of the best players on the field. Now, Nate, we got to talk about halftime, bro. Yeah. All the, we were talking about the performances on the field. Oh, man. Halftime, man. Man, Dr. Dre ball 50 out, bro. 50 I, out. That, that, that was it for me, dog. Tell, tell us about the Super Bowl performance. 50 dropped drop down in the tank top Upside like down. a vampire. I said, oh, go shorty. I don't know if we had the rights to that, so I can't sing no. that. But, no. nah, I just respect it, man. They kind of visualized Compton with those houses. Dre came out there. That was a special, special Super Bowl. You know, I'm, I'm a big hip-hop head, so in being a West Coast kid, growing up in Seattle and love everything about Dre and Snoop and, of course, Kendrick, Eminem, and Mary J. Blige did her thing. I, I thought it was awesome for the NFL to really, you know, give a tip of their hat to some hip-hop artists that are not only iconic in the culture, but, you know, Mike Rob, you know this, sit in those locker rooms, if you flip everybody's headphones outside in, we're listening to those guys. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad we got to see him at halftime. It was awesome. Kay asked this question to us earlier. I want to ask you, who was the coolest non-football player celebrity you got to meet at the Super Bowl yesterday? Oh, that's a good question. I did run into uh, Russell and Sierra. Mm. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to say, like, Russ is cool, but not as cool as his wife. <laughs> I, I went right. I swam, moved She's Russ. I'm like, hey, I need you to come on uh, CBS Morning, Sierra. You, you're good. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, so, you know, I, I ran into a few celebs. Was that was that Kanye next to Antonio? The, the, oh, what Antonio was that? Brown? Somebody said there's no way that Kanye paid $50,000 for them seats and not, was watching oh, the game like this through a mesh <laughs> mesh mask. Um, but, nah, I, uh, I ran into a few people. People, man, but I was hanging out with the wife. Shout out to my wife, Atoya. It was a great week. Mm. Now you're going home, New York? Going home. You know, we got work. I got to do NFL slime time tomorrow. Hey, yeah. CBS mornings. Hey. It don't stop, Kay. I don't know how you do it. Tell young Dylan I say hi, huh? All right, it's Super Bowl Monday. Let's get back to Super Bowl Sunday. 23 to 20, Rams beat the Bengals, but there is a loser in this one. It's not all Rams. The Bengals fought valiantly, and our very own Aditi Kinkabwala had a chance to speak with Bengals head coach Zach Taylor after the crushing defeat. Zach, for a while there, it really did feel like you had momentum, and you especially started the second half so well. When did things change, or what turned? You know, I really thought we were in a great position, you know, and then they had the long drive and shoot some clock there and scored, and, and uh, we didn't get it done there on our last drive. So really, we were just one stop or one score away from probably putting ourselves in position to win the game. But I thought our guys gave tremendous effort, man, and they, they made a lot of different plays that put us in a position to win the Super Bowl. So even for all of the devastation of the moment, I know you told your team last night that it's a special group. Is there anything to say for the fact of simply being here, especially after the last two years? Is there any joy in that? It's hard. Uh, we got to find a way to, to find that, though, you know, because it, it was special. You didn't get a chance to really appreciate a lot of the moments that, that we had because you were so quickly moving on to the next big game. And I think there will be a time to reflect back and appreciate what we've done. But right now, we're just we're just really hurt that we're not Super Bowl champions. 
appreciate it. Thank you. And there is an objective awareness that even if they bring all their guys back, even if they add offensive linemen, there's no guarantee nope. that they will be back there ever again. So Coach Taylor obviously upset. Uh, Aditi Kinkabrala, thank you for, for catching him and bringing him to us here on Good Morning Football this morning. We also had Joe Burrow reaching out to fans. He never uses social media, but he hopped on Twitter last night to say, sorry, we couldn't get it done. Proud of our team and our fans. Love these guys. So, gentlemen here mm. at the Good Morning Football Breakfast Table. KB, what do you take from this Bengals loss to Super in Super Bowl 56? Great effort, great game, great team, great season. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But I'm walking out of the stadium last night and I uh, waited until the end of the game and I'm walking out with just hordes of people, like cattle. You're just shoulder to shoulder with all these people. And, you know, a lot of... A lot of Good Morning Football fans, which is so awesome. And a lot of them say, hey, 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 what do you think of the game? Oh, great game, I would say. And there was a lot of chatter amongst the Bengals fans about the officiating at the end of the game, which I totally understand because it was so fresh and mm-hmm. so raw. So let's check that box. Let's get into this. There were four penalties called in the first 58 minutes, and then there was four in the last two minutes. So let's just look at this. The Rams are coming for the go-ahead score. Down here across the middle, you watch this play, and first it's this holding one, and this is the one that's really bothering that's people. Egregious one, yeah. Because especially if you're doing the let them play thing. Which they did. This was not a good call. This, this Third is, down, dude. And this felt like the human element where at the end of the game you're getting tense and you know things are on the line. And then there's this one. They call the hit, which, you know, I guess those are always kind of weird. Then there was a pen, the holding penalty yeah, as well. Yeah. Offsetting. So then they go again. And as you Bengals fans, you're going, what is going on? This thing's being taken from us. Stop. And you're getting mad. And you can feel it in the stadium. That one was okay. That was a pass interference but I thought was warranted. But there was this feeling of that... You know, this is how you think as a fan. They want the Rams to score. They're helping the Rams score. They're doing everything they can to help the Rams score. And, like, I totally get that. I get feeling that way last night. I get feeling that way this morning. But I would just, I say this every time, no matter who the fan base is. Don't let that be your takeaway weeks and months and years from now. Just don't do it. It's going to eat you apart. And I always, it's the lament of the loser that the officials screwed us. Because always then the Rams fans come back and say, but what about that one early on? Jalen Ramsey got his face mask ripped. And I would also say they got the score. And then you had your guy, Burrow, and he had timeouts and he had time and there was plenty of time to go right down the field. Even get a field goal for McPherson would have tied it. I think there will be some of that. I hope that's not the legacy of this game for the Bengals fans because it should be how tough they were and how good they were. But I understand this morning, in a cooling period, be mad, but find a way to let it go because I really don't think that's the reason you lost the well, game. Said. I don't. The Bengals fans were amazing. They were. They were everywhere. If you weren't at the game and you were watching on TV and you can only see the celebrity shot, every other fan in that building was a Bengals fan. And it was awesome. They're a great fan base. And they were so amped. And they all had the same joke. I said, where are you from? Where are you from? I've been, waiting 30, I've been saving 33 years for this very trip. Like, oh, I wasn't funny. missing it. Like, that's I've funny. been saving the money. Yeah, you have to. Um, and I would say, if you're waking up this morning and you're a Bengals fan, the future is so bright. Burrow is amazing. He was so good yesterday. Joe Mixon is really, really good and then I think I'm going to talk about him all offseason and you're going to be annoyed by it guys I am like the biggest Jamar Chase fanboy uber talent mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm raving about Cooper Cup Jamar Chase is already like in the conversation he's just starting to learn how to play wide receiver and he had 1400 yards and was unstoppable in the playoffs so I wake up this morning I'm like gosh mm-hmm. I would be really really happy to be it's, it's not easy to get back no but you at least know the pieces are there and barring some catastrophic injuries or some knock on wood or some crazy setbacks yeah. You gotta think the Bengals are gonna be a player. Can I something quickly about Jamar Chase? Last night, uh, met Jimmy Chase who's Jamar Chase's father mm-hmm. at the stadium. Unbelievable, big fan of this show. Thank you for all you do. Loves Kay, loves the show. Great guy. Really, really, really cool guy. And I'm sure he has a lot to be proud of. Jimmy Chase. Well, you talked about Jamar Chase <laughs> yeah. more than anyone leading up to the week. You were saying that if he can be erased, and you were really curious about what that Jalen Ramsey yeah. connection was gonna be, what did you make of Chase? A massive play. 
Uh, great effort. I think they needed just a little bit more. I think they need to get him involved a little bit more. I, I think mm. uh, I didn't think that the Bengals could win unless Chase had a monster game. I think he was really good, and no no, sh- no shade to him. But I think they could have used more. I would have do. I would have threw some wide receiver screens to him. I would have handed him the football. Thank you. I would have gun- did whatever I had to do to get the ball in his hands. Like the Rams did the cup. Like the Rams did the cup. Yeah. That's your best player. Get him the football. Um, let, let's be honest, guys. The Bengals were probably a year too early. Mm. Let's just be how honest. How do you mean? I mean, you, you just look at how they got here. Ahead of schedule. You look at, yeah, they're just a little bit ahead of schedule. And it reminds me of my 2012 Seattle mm. Seahawks team, Russell Wilson's rookie year. We went out to Atlanta. We lost in the divisional round. It was all like, oh, we were averaging 40-something points. We felt really good about ourselves. But it was just something in our game that made you think, man, it's going to come down to the end. And we just don't have that, I don't know, institutional knowledge, yeah. uh, experience, experience to really get through those situations. And when I was looking at the end, of that game, it, it, it reminded me of that game. I started getting flashbacks of Tony Gonzalez catching yeah. the, you know, catching Harry Douglas, <laughs> Harry Douglas, all of those. I was getting flashbacks <laughs> because Kyle, to your point, those last two minutes of the game, as the as the penalties were mounting up, and you just had to keep pressing reset like the old Nintendo, right? Yeah. Keep pressing reset, keep pressing reset. You almost could feel the Bengals team and fans go, oh no, mm-hmm. oh no. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Again. Here we go. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and almost looking for an excuse as to why you lose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why I think they were a year too early. Um, I, I agree with the sentiment that they're, that they're young and they have all the pieces to get back. But let's just be honest. You can bring everybody back like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it's still a different team. It's still a different year. Yeah. You can't guarantee guys are going to be healthy. You can't be guarantee that, you know, Joey B is going to be. You can't guarantee any of that. So I I like the sentiment that I'm hearing from the Cincinnati Bengals, but they got to put some work in, man, because uh, no doubt. they got to put no doubt out there that they're supposed to be in this game the next time. Mm. All smiles from Sean McVay. Let's welcome in Bridget Condon. She's in Los Angeles with the Rams side of things. Bridget Van Jefferson is a Super Bowl champion. He became one last night, but there is also even bigger news for him and his family. What's going on? Okay, there are so many great storylines, Van Jefferson being one of them, about this Super Bowl. Sean McVay, we can talk about him becoming the youngest head coach to ever win a Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, we talked about him earlier, been named to multiple Pro Bowls, been named multiple Defensive Player of the Year awards, never had won a Super Bowl until last night. Check that off his bucket list. Andrew Whitworth wins his first Super Bowl at 40 years old against the same team that drafted him so many years ago, but none of those celebrations quite compare to the celebration the Jeffersons had last night or still having early this morning. Van Jefferson said earlier this week he's got two things going on. His wife, Samaria, 40 weeks pregnant, about to have their baby any moment, and he's playing for a Super Bowl. He said he hopes the baby would wait until after the Super Bowl to come, but the baby had other plans. It was actually during the game, right after halftime, I was up on the concourse, and this woman came by on a stretcher who looked really familiar, looked just like Van Jefferson's wife, and I thought to myself, I think that 
that's his wife heading to the hospital to have their baby? Sure enough, it was. She went into labor during the game. She had strict instructions, though. She told The Athletic last week that if she were to go into labor during the Super Bowl, she did not want the Rams to tell her husband. She said, let him keep playing and then rush to meet me at the hospital after. So after the game, he found out his wife was in labor. He grabbed his daughter and his dad, sprinted through the locker room and to the hospital. Late last night, he posted a picture on Instagram of him holding his baby boy. Such an incredible night for those two. They both were high school sweethearts. They met in high school. They have so much history together. And this is a night that they will never forget. No update yet on the baby's name, but you have to wonder if there's some connection to the Rams team here. Maybe Matthew or Sean or Aaron, but so exciting for those guys, not the Jeffersons who not only are taking home a Lombardi, but a baby as well. Thank you so much, Bridget. Appreciate you and all your hard work throughout the week here uh, leading up to that Super Bowl win for the Rams. And yes, Van relentless all game long. And when it comes time to closing things out, though, guys, it was all about Aaron Donald. He was the man, three-time defensive player of the year, Super Bowl champion. He sealed the deal, and here he is after that dominant performance. You got to be relentless, man. It's about you want something bad enough, you got to go get it. You know, it was right in front of us. We had the lead. You know, we, it, it was put on the defensive shoulders, to, you know, to make the big stop to help us be world champions. So you won't want another way. You know, um, all offseason, you, you, you work. You train, you got camp, you got long seasons to just for this one game to, um, you know, be the last team standing. You got to give it all, give it everything you got, man. And it's about being relentless, showing up when you need to. You know, big time players make big time plays in big time games. And it's truly a blessing to the opportunity to play this game, but not just play this game, play with great teammates, great coaches, a great organization, man. Been here eight years, a lot of ups and downs. So to see it come full circle and be a world champion. He's one of those players I just feel lucky that we get to watch him. We get to watch no him on these big stages, and sometimes I do feel like a little guilty, like we take him for granted sure. for how great he's been. And now he's talking about potentially his future. And you're like, no, 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 Aaron, stay. We love you. We love you. And now he's a champ. What'd you make of it? I love that we got to hear from him. This is more than I've heard him say. Not in his a talker. Career. Not a talker at all. Um, he was so good. Like I'm watching the game from the stands, and how often is it that an interior defensive lineman is the most disruptive player in the game? Right. Mm. And yesterday was the most disruptive player in the sport like you're watching it in real time and 99 stands out because he just constantly is going and they asked Von Miller afterwards and he's like what is Aaron Donald he's he never stops so the same motor that you see here is on first down second down third down it's on the 70th play it's on the 15th play it's in May it's in August it's in June he never stops he has the same same ball of energy now I said on the uh the NFL Game day show yesterday. I think he might be the greatest defensive player ever. Ever. And like, I think he's the greatest. All due respect to Warren Sapp and John Randall and Mean Joe Green. I think he's the greatest defensive tackle of all time. I think last night solidified that. But he's up there with LT. He's up there with Reggie White. I've never seen anyone disrupt football the way he does on a Mm. down-to-down basis. And now he's a three-time defensive player of the year. He's a Super Bowl champion. And he had one of his best nights in in the biggest game of his career. So he's not even 30 they're talking he might be hanging it up. I say they. I mean, it's yeah. internally. You know, it's Peter, if you're going to make your all-time team, and it's Ronnie Lott, it's, it's LT at the defensive tackle position all-time. I think he I might know. be the first defensive player I take. Oh, above of the 11. To say, yes. Number one. Above Lawrence Taylor. Wow. I agree with you. I would second that. I know. I would second that. And even you talk about Lawrence Taylor, no disrespect, I love Lawrence Taylor. And he did benefit from a scheme that the league had not seen before, that bare defense, and he was on running backs a lot. And, again, again, no disrespect to Lawrence Taylor, but Aaron Donald, man, uh, to me it was the timing of some of these plays. The yeah. fact that when the game is on the line, again, the center 
the guard to tackle. Everybody slides to him, and he still makes the play. And a big difference that I've seen in Aaron Donald this year, especially with the arrival of Von Miller, I've been talking about it a lot since Von Miller got to this team, Aaron Donald has a big homie. He had a, a, a guy that, you know, he could lean on from an emotional Ooh, standpoint. Talk about it. Uh, Kay, you said just coming to this piece that i never seen Aaron Donald talk so much. I, that, I mean, we've I seen him been. yelling on the sideline, getting yeah. people fired up. To me, that's the Von Miller effect. That's the big homie effect. Right. He didn't win a Super Bowl until Von Miller got on this team. And to me, it just shows that all of us, no matter how great you are playing this game, you need somebody that you can lean on that has some of those experiences that can teach you how to be an assassin like Von Miller is. I think Von Miller was one of those guys who made plays at certain times in this game as well. So at the end of the day, when you talk about Aaron Donald, I'm going to second Peter. Yes, he'd be my first pick overall. Forget a quarterback, forget a runner, forget a wide receiver. I'm going with Aaron Donald because he's the closest to the football, and that's the guy you have to stop on every single play because he's right there where the quarterback is. You got to make sure he's blocked. Give me Aaron Donald any day of the week, all day of the week. Wow. That's the broad view of it about this game. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Specifically, if you are the baddest man on the planet and you are the best defense player of all time, you better not have a three-point lead in the Super Bowl, take the field with your defense, and let this second-year pretty boy quarterback go down the field and rip your... You better not. And he didn't. And I say this, you know, in a basketball town, and we are in the shadow of the Great Western Forum that's, like, right over there. The last play felt like a, like a buzzer-beater shot. It felt like Magic or AC or even later, it felt like Robert Ory. Like, yeah. we need one play, and we're going to get it to our best player, and he's just going to drill this thing and then gooseneck it and go to the party. And that's exactly what he did. That was a splash. That is when they say Aaron Donald called game on this. Yeah. And he did it as a defensive tackle, not a quarterback or a kicker. He said, not today, not in my house. The Bengals, you're amazing. Yeah. Not today, and that's what the greats do. It's amazing. And Kyle, beyond that moment, yeah. too, 
before that, if you look, the Odell injury happened, and until the final drive, the Rams' offense was pretty stacked. Yeah, it was. It, happens it was a brilliant defensive performance. And when you have a guy like this guy smiling, this 99, and Von Miller, yeah. when you have them applying pressure, disrupting, and, and doing what they were doing to Burrow all game long, that buys Cooper Cup and McVay and Stafford time to regroup and do what no they doubt. did on that final drive that long. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how you prepare for Aaron Donald. I mean, you can slide the line to him. You can put tight ends on him. You can put backs to his side. How do you prepare for him? Because at the end of the day, he does something that all great players do. He physically beats you up. I, I, I know where the ball's going. I know where I'm supposed to block, and I can't do anything about it. Aaron Donald was asked last night about uh, what he was thinking on that last play. You talk about mm-hmm. calling the shot. Mm-hmm. And I love the answer. It's a perfect football answer. He said, I was just thinking about straining as hard as I possibly can. One more play gets me a championship. And he came up with the play. He mm-hmm. called his own shot, to your mm-hmm. point. I would love to give uh, one more shout-out. Raheem Morris is the defensive coordinator of the Los Angeles Rams. He got one interview in- opportunity this year, one interview opportunity. Last night, the uh, Bengals went three for 14 on third down. They went mm-hmm. one for three on fourth down. And the defense really dictated everything down the stretch there. I- Raheem Morris not being a head coach in the NFL right now I think is absurd. The fact that he got one interview is absurd. And I just want to give him a shout-out because he's one of the great coaches in the NFL and put on a masterpiece in the Super Bowl. Let's get down to business, though, and talk about the star-studded show that we all got to experience at halftime. Just a thrill. We are so lucky that we got to see this in person, in the flesh, across the street at SoFi. Thoughts on this legendary, epic performance, KB? So fun. And wouldn't you say we have an obligation to talk about what the people are talking about? What's that? There's a video out there now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen it. I just saw it, and it's someone filming a monitor in a control room somewhere, and it's Snoop right before he goes on, and he's, like, getting ready. Yeah. Uh, and it's hilarious and perfect. Snoop. Yeah, I know. Snoop. And it's like, I'd be disappointed <laughs> if it wasn't. Him and Dre coming up and going right into the song Unbelievable. And I have to tell you, I had heard before, we're always like, who's the special guest? Who's the special right. guest? I had heard that 50 Cent might show up. Dude, that was epic. And my thought was, like, I love 50, but do we really need 50 Cent? We have five incredible people. I don't know if we need 50 Cent. And then the second 50 Cent came out, I was like, hell yes, 50's here. And he comes out backwards with the headband. So I was like. It's literally like one of the best songs of the past. I know. I love In The Club. So I didn't even know if we needed it. And then the second they have it, look at that, man. Are you kidding me? Come on. I was into that. That was the dopest part of the halftime show for me. In the club, that song resonates with me. Yeah. Uh, I was it? at Penn State 2003. I turned 20 when this song was coming out. And uh, yeah, to me, that was an ode to one of the best eras of hip hop, the early 2000s. That's why they needed um, uh, uh, 50 Cent to come out. I loved it, man. I thought it was awesome. I thought Mary did her thing. Mary her song. killed it. She killed it. I like, loved I-, her. I was wondering what song she was oh, going to do. Drama. She-, she killed it. I mean, she killed it. And Dr. Dre, the maestro, I liked how they, how they kind of had him doing yeah. the whole thing the whole time, kind of orchestrating the whole thing. That last picture, that picture that was up when we first showed it, where it was all these guys, they the looking promo. like gods, the promo, looking yeah. like titans. Yeah. Like that, that meant so much to the community. That yeah, song. talk about it. To see in the 100 and what, 102 years, 103 years, something there like that, of the NFL 
um, of, of the National Football League. This is the first time we get a pure hip-hop act like this. So proud of it. So proud of the National Football League for doing this. They killed the halftime show. Mm. Loved it. And I love the ode to, to Los Angeles, too. You said you mentioned you saw Issa Rae before the game. She was on her. Yeah. They were like, sit down, Issa. She's like, I'm not sitting down. She's, she wouldn't. It was mm, great. I talked to her before the game, too. She's from Inglewood. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just saying, how cool is this that the Super Bowl is here and it's these folks doing I mean, awesome, awesome performance. And I got to say, every year I'm amazed. We're at the Super Bowl, and what you might not see at home is just the production itself. And it is a three-ring circus that is put together in mere minutes. And they roll out things, and there's dancers, and there's film crews, and everything has to be timed to the exact minute, and it works. Mm-hmm. And gosh, last mm-hmm. night was a party. That was so cool. And to your point, I think there was a greater message about where the world is at in 2022 to see them have an awesome halftime show, and everybody absolutely love it. There were fans from every walk of life, both sides, also parts of the country, West Coast, East Coast. Everyone knew the words to every song. <laughs> everyone was dancing. I was more hyped the next act. Right when Kendrick came out, I liked that he didn't sing Humble. I love his musical choices. Like I, I, We haven't seen him perform in so long. We haven't seen Dre and Snoop together since the Tupac Coachella yeah. mm, hologram. So it was just like an epic, epic night. But it was really cool to see everyone in that stadium come together. And then this morning on my ride into work is when I watched it on. Because it's very different. Yeah, I haven't seen the TV one. Yeah, how is it? It's just obviously a very different experience. But it's very cool. You catch and pick up more details. So epic halftime show. I don't know how they're going to do better than that. I think everybody in the stadium knew every word to every <laughs> yeah. song that no, was played. It no. was weird. I mean, Everyone I was came a, together. Yeah, I was in the, Legends, in the Legends Lounge with some of the Hall of Famers. I mean, you're seeing, you know, Hall of Famers. They're singing the song. <laughs> they're dancing. They got their phones out. They're dropping <laughs> drinks. They're doing everything. And, and they're so excited, man, because, again, 102 years, man. We didn't get it. Never got a halftime like this. Mm-hmm. Very much represented, and they did a great job. Good job, Dre. Good job, Snoop. Everybody. It was epic. At GMFB, with your thoughts on halftime, I got to check out that video. Kyle, send it to me. Okay. Got to get out of here. Peter, you're Mr. East Coast. What did you think of the, the West Coast rappers? It was great. Yeah? It was great. I really enjoyed it. And next year, maybe we'll do a little East Coast. No, East really? Coast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. The door is open. How about that? I just need a little, I got a fever, and the only prescription is a Ferris wheel. <laughs> So much Where did you get this Donald jersey? I got it in the closet here. They got a million jerseys. They got really? stuff here, okay? I just walked in and said, you got any Ram stuff? They go, you want to wear this Aaron Donald jersey? Like in wardrobe. Oh, very yeah. cool. All right, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This is Good Morning Football at the Super Bowl. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.